0: Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I am Meg Walter. That's the third time I read the intro. I'm <laughs> having <laughs> quite a day <laughs> in studio with Eli McCann. Eli, how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm
1: really good now.
0: <laughs> good. Tell me what you've been watching.
1: Okay. So I finally watched the movie Brittany Runs a Marathon. Okay. Which I know you've seen. I've seen it. So I think. I liked it quite a lot. I do think it was too long.
0: Yeah, about 30 minutes too long, I would say.
1: About 30 minutes too long. The whole middle part is kind of a slog. It, it, it's a movie about a woman. I, I think it's based on a true story on a book that a woman wrote about mm-hmm. her experience, where she sort of realized that she, her life was going nowhere. She starts running. She ends up losing a bunch of weight and then kind of like finds herself along the way, yada, yada, yada. It's sort of yeah. that. Um I was impressed that the movie did, I thought, a pretty good job of communicating the message that she didn't need to lose weight to be happy. She needed to change her habits to be happy. Yeah. And they they even go down this road where she starts to become really focused on the weight loss issues and her friends and support group around her even have conversations with her where they're like, like, you're fine at any weight. It's just that you... Like, you're taking control of your life, and that's why this is a positive thing for you. I found it inspiring. Like, the end, like, made me feel really happy and kind of, like, wanted to get out there and, like, do stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a B-plus movie, I would say. Yeah, I
0: would give it a B-plus. Yeah. Um, It did do a good job of showing how easily you can be derailed when you become hyper-focused on one Yeah, thing because she eventually gets injured and how that spiraled out of control and really i think to your point the message isn't like you need to lose weight to be happy it's you need to have balance Mm -hmm. to be happy and that was part of her journey as well
1: yeah yeah and at the beginning of the film she's like really unhappy she's just an unhappy person and so it was about figuring out how to take some control of her life and like pursue things that she cares about and that bring her joy so it the the lead in it I don't know that actress she's she's good in it
0: she's yeah she's a comedian I don't remember her name
1: she she was pretty funny the comedy in the movie was really good to me yeah I, I thought it was it was a funny movie uh okay so we have not really talked about that. Schitt's Creek is airing its final season. Are you watching the final season? I, yeah,
0: I think I'm caught up, or I need to watch the most recent episode.
1: Okay, I love. I, I'll ride or die for Schitt's Creek. I love it very much. The final season has kind of been a little bit of a snoozer for me.
0: I think they're just trying to tie up. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And it's not super joke heavy.
1: It's not joke heavy. The the thing that they've done well on the show is they've made me love the characters so much. Yeah. So I'm just happy to see them. Yeah. But like if if this season was my first exposure to the show, I would think the show was kind of boring.
0: Yes, I'd agree with that. Um mm-hmm. and they've definitely veered into the sweet lane mm-hmm. where I feel like before like the first season I would think was e like more cynical. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten sweeter and sweeter as it goes. And that's not necessarily bad. It's just a very different show from when it started.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So I think it's good that they're ending it. Um, yeah. I think it's ending at the right time. Yeah.
0: And it's good to know when to end your show.
1: It's done. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> so, Meg, I, I started watching Instant Hotel at your recommendation. Oh, yes. This show is a mess.
0: Isn't it wonderful? It's
1: so good. So it's about, it's an Australian bunch of uh, Airbnb hosts in Australia take turns staying in each other's places and they rate them. The structure of the show is completely insane. That they're like all giving each other scores, but it's like...
0: But by the end, I was so into it.
1: Well, for sure. For sure. But like, as you're watching it, it's like, well, they should all just be incentivized to give each other a zero. Yeah. Like, it's just sort but of a they, stupid... But then
0: you like learn why they don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like, oh, there's a lot of strategy there.
1: There's a little bit. I get just like the, the smallest sense that I get when I watch Survivor watching Instant Hotel where I'm like, okay, but like you got to think bigger. Mm-hmm. Like you need to have a long-term, you know, strategy or else you you might win this episode. But like what's going to happen for the rest of the season? It's good. Some of the people are terrible in it. But are
0: you Which season are you on?
1: Um, I'm still on season one, but it's like the second group of homeowners.
0: Are Gene and Sharon part of it?
1: I don't remember who That,
0: that is. might be season two. Okay. Season two is three times as good as season one.
1: Okay. I'm really excited for that because I am into it. So you yeah. can find this on Netflix. It's a good binge.
0: It's a super and it's, good it's binge. it's
1: garbage TV.
0: But, like... I don't know. I do. I do like reality TV where there's a project. I think that's mm-hmm. why I like like Project Runway so much because mm-hmm. it's like there's technique and there's execution and there's ideas. And Instant Hotel has part of that. Like it is about running your business. Yeah. Your small business out of your home or wherever that you kind of don't really know how to do and there's like yeah. professionals to guide you. So it's not it's not Bachelor garbage. Right. It's not um nova good It's but, like, <laughs> but also
1: has the feeling like oh the producers are trying to make them fight like oh, yeah, you get sure. it's like for that sure. kind of garbage thank
0: goodness Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay and then speaking of reality television i'm sorry i'm you're gonna hear this every week for the next it's, several weeks it's okay survivor I, I it is still the best tv i have ever seen mm-hmm. this season is unbelievable um it has got. It is so intense and exciting that my dear husband has now said that he can't watch it until the season's over because he can't sleep for the entire night after we watch an episode. Oh, my
0: goodness. I have
1: never been this excited to watch TV, ever. Like, to a point where I spend my week like scrolling through hashtags on twitter to see what everybody else is saying about it Mm -hmm. and it's sort of like the same vibe people all over the internet are just like constantly tweeting and talking about it and like i can't focus on anything i just want the next episode It, it is like truly masterful television and like i said last week I don't know what they're going to do after this season, because I don't know how they can keep this excitement up for another season, because we're, we're going to end up with a new cast again, and it's just going to be, I don't know. I mean, I'll stick with it to the bitter end, but.
0: Eli, I'll say this. I might start watching this season. Really? Yeah. I would love it if you would do that, because I'd love to talk with you about it. and what Can I, I borrow your password? Absolutely. Why don't you say it here on Earth? <laughs> well,
1: you can, right now you can watch it all on Hulu. Oh, perfect. Um, this season. So one thing that I, I will say, if anybody has not been watching Survivor, has not been a Survivor watcher and you're getting enticed to watch season 40, I think anybody would enjoy this. It, the more familiar you are with the show, the more exciting this season is because this season they brought back all winners from prior seasons to compete against each other. Mm-hmm. So part of the fun for a lot of us is we have people that are like our Survivor heroes that are finally like back and they're competing against each other. Right. So it's sort of like Clash of the Titans. That said, I have a couple of friends who are tuning in season 40 for the very first time who are, like, blown away at how exciting this show is. Okay. So I think you could like it.
0: All right. Even if I don't have the emotional connections.
1: Yeah. And I'll help you. I'll help you build those emotional okay. connections.
0: Sounds good. Anything else?
1: That's all I got. What do you have?
0: Um, I watched the Love is Blind reunion, okay. which was so boring. I turned it off early really yeah i don't understand why they couldn't try harder The show brought in tons of money for them it's like their most watched show right now and they like strung up like a purple curtain it looked like the oh gosh
1: oh you're getting a call mm,
0: it's clearly not spam it's from inverness california <laughs> oh all of all of our friends in Inverness. <laughs> inverness thanks for calling guys anyway they strung up like this stupid purple like backdrop in like I don't know, Netflix vacant lot and like got all these people to sit down and talk about absolutely nothing What for an hour. And Nick Lachey, who is the host of the show, said nothing. It was just so painful.
1: Oh, that's and it's Netflix, right? It's Netflix. So they don't have to fill an hour. No. They can just like do as much time as is interesting. Ridiculous. Uh,
0: But the two people who got married, spoiler, the two couples who got married on the show are still married. How long has it been? Two years.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't realize it was that old.
0: Yeah, they filmed in 2018. Oh, well, which is kind of cool. crazy. So yeah, so I'm like, good, good for them. One <laughs> of them's kind of a train wreck, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. The Bachelor is the season finale is this week, Monday and Tuesday night. Irene and I will be discussing that finale uh, Wednesday, and that will be available next Monday. Cool. Uh, it's gonna be a complete disaster. I don't even know. Nobody knows what happens.
1: Because you, this is your least favorite season you've ever seen.
0: It's my least favorite Bachelor. The season's pretty great because he's so bad.
1: Oh, least favorite Bachelor co- competitor. Yeah, like okay. the man. Yeah, the man.
0: Um, and nobody knows how this ends. Like, usually Reality Steve knows how it ends and, like, people can read and no spoilers. Oh. And not even he knows what happens. Wow. So, they've kept
1: it under wraps. Which
0: I think means that it's going to happen at the live finale, whatever it is. Oh, okay. So, cool. yeah, they've got me. I'm going to watch. Yeah. Um, and then finally, there's a podcast. I'm on the last episode. I was listening to it on the way here. It's called We Crashed. It's a wonderly podcast all about WeWork. And Adam Newman, I believe is his last name, who founded WeWork and ran it into the ground and oh. pocketed billions of dollars and left everyone else.
1: What is WeWork?
0: WeWork is a co-working space okay. that he pretended was more than that mm. and they got billions and billions in valuation and they weren't worth nearly that much
1: oh, um it's, it's just like kind a, of like a theranos type
0: yeah uh, it's like a complete story. financial disaster and i okay. just love finance like i know how weird that is but like i cannot get enough finance stories uh-huh. especially with like huge characters like adam so i'm really into we crashed you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts cool And then, Eli, you and I watched, honestly, one of my very favorite movies to talk about today. Yes. Legally Blonde. I was so
1: happy watching this I forgot
0: how much I love Legally Blonde. So
1: I I watched it with Skylar, and he was... Normally, he will, like, come in and out of the room, stop paying attention, but he kept, like, can we pause it while I run to the bathroom? Like, he didn't want to miss it. And when it ended, Skylar thinks Paddington 2 is the greatest movie of all time, and he said... Legally Blonde is so good that I'm going to start referring to it as Paddington 1.
0: Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, like, surprisingly good. Yeah. Well, it's really funny in, like, a very smart way.
1: Yeah. Well, so what I'll say is, like, this is a movie that is a perfect combination of over-the-top train wreck and phenomenal, like, masterpiece. Yeah. Where, like, while it's happening, I'm rolling my eyes one second, and then the next second laughing because a joke was legitimately funny. And, like, there are some there are aspects of this movie that I'm just like, ooh, that could have used a rewrite. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, like... <laughs> There are a few movies that I am more invested in just watching all the way to the end. Because
0: she is so likeable. Like, you cannot not like this person.
1: I was thinking about if she had been cast as, like, by anyone else. I can't, even, I can't imagine anybody delivering on this performance the way Reese Witherspoon does.
0: So, there's another podcast that just, like... Out of nowhere did Legally Blonde last okay. week, and I listened to the majority of their episodes called The Popcast. Um, it's a great podcast that I enjoy listening to. And they read a list of potential people who had been considered for the role, and they all passed on it. And the two most interesting ones to me were Charlize Theron. Oh, wow. That would have been completely different. A
1: totally different movie.
0: And Alicia Silverstone.
1: Oh, no. You don't think so? You know, she. Uh, it, this movie is so much like Clueless. And so yeah. I can I can see that. But I think that the the two movies would have just been muddled together. This I needed someone different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But she would have been if Clueless didn't exist. I think she would have been great for the role. But that's a different parallel universe. Yeah. So I think they made the right choice with Reese. And she was like not a household name at this point. No. She had done Cruel Intentions, which I've actually never seen, and Election.
1: OK. And okay.
0: so this is really what like just made Reese Reese.
1: Yeah. Yeah. OK.
0: Um. Should we run through the plot? Let's do it. <laughs> as, as complicated as it is, we find Reese at, it's not UCLA, it's C-U-L-A. Okay. Uh, and she's like the sorority president, and she has this super hunky boyfriend uh, who she's expecting will propose to her. Warren. Warren.
1: And she's been, by the way, a homecoming queen. She has like homecoming queen yeah. stash. It, does that happen in college?
0: They seem to are, think it does. Are there homecoming queens? I do in remember going to homecoming dance freshman year. Okay. But, like, I don't think there was a queen there. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if we even went to the dance. Anyway.
1: So, the, what I really like is from the beginning, from the opening scene, is they're kind of like the cameras going through this. Outrageous sorority house, yeah, like mansion, and all these like girls are like kind of bouncing and like <laughs> yeah. being cute, and they're all <laughs> blonde. Right from the beginning, you are told by the movie, don't take this too seriously. And I actually think that that was really smart of them to do. Mm-hmm. Like they set a tone that's like, we're gonna tell a fun story, and you get to just not take this too seriously. And so by the time you even meet. Elle woods as reese witherspoon reese witherspoon as L woods you're you're already just like ready to accept whatever suspended she
0: is any sort of yeah. belief you might have in this universe yeah so warner and uh l played by reese witherspoon go to dinner and warner breaks up with her
1: she as he's starting to tell her that he wants to break up with her she thinks that he's going to ask her to marry him and she. Very nonsensically shouts out, I do, which is like, what question do you think he was going to ask you? That doesn't make any sense. But but as it turns out, he's breaking up with her.
0: And she's devastated, mm-hmm. completely devastated. But his explanation is, I'm going to Harvard Law School. I want to hold office someday. I need to date someone serious. Yeah. She hears, you need to become a serious person. How does Elle Woods become a serious person to go to Harvard Law School? Right. She meets with a guidance counselor who tells her that she is going to need really excellent letters from her professors and at least a one seventy five on the LSAT. Now, I've never taken the LSAT. I do know that it's a hard test. Yeah, one seventy five is a pretty good score. It's
1: a fantastic score.
0: Really amazing score.
1: So, what one eighty is a perfect score. Uh huh. Um, so this movie does a lot of is very inconsistent on what it's realistic about, which is kind of funny. Uh, so the a guidance counselor is like you're probably never going to get into Harvard because you are majoring in fashion or something
0: Fashion merchandising
1: Fashion fashion merchandising which is actually Law schools really, truly love when people have weird majors. Mm-hmm. And so like the fact that she did that and has a 4.0, her guidance counselor should be like, oh, you have a good shot at this as long as you can do well on the LSAT. Mm-hmm. So like that was a little bit. But then, instead,
0: she's like, they're not going to be impressed that you aced history of polka dots, <laughs> <when> <laughs> which in, is a great when line. When <laughs> in reality,
1: like I know like law school boards would like receive that application and be like, oh, wow, somebody who's not a history major, you know, like that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But so yeah, so she starts studying for the LSAT.
0: Uh, she foregoes all the spring Fun celebrations parties. at yeah. Greek Row to yeah. study for the Elsa, which is a huge sacrifice for Elle Woods. Yeah. She um makes a submission video, mm-hmm. the her like video essay. Which
1: is Weird. I don't know that any law school actually accepts video essays, but,
0: but L makes a really good one. Oh yeah, um, this
1: thing is a mess, and it's amazing. It's,
0: it's wonderful.
1: I use legal jargon in my daily life. Man whistles at her.
0: I object, Margo. Or hey, L, do you know what happened on Days of Our Lives yesterday? <laughs> Margot, I do. (laughs)
1: Stefano. The evil (laughs) Stefano. Once
0: again, Hope hopes to regain her identity. As you know, she was brainwashed by the evil Stefano. Which,
1: by the way, Meg, I know you and I were watching Days of Our Lives around this time. Oh,
0: I definitely know who those characters are. Oh, yeah.
1: When when she said Stefano last night, I was like, I remember what season this was. Bad guy.
0: Bad dude. (laughs) So. So. Takes the LSAT. Yeah. 179.
1: And so, for some reason, the entire sorority has confetti ready to fall from the ceilings. They are so supportive of Elle. <laughs> 179, outrageous. And at that point, she has a 4.0 from a good university and a 179. She is automatically getting accepted to every law school but in the country. She wants
0: to go to Harvard because that's where Warner's going. Yeah. Uh, So she packs up her Porsche and a moving van and her dog, (sighs) Bruiser, and heads to Harvard, where it's clear from the moment she steps out of her car, she's not going to fit in because all these ugly people are laughing at her.
1: And she's pink and bright Mm -hmm. and bubbly, and now she's in Boston, drab. she's
0: dreary Boston. (sighs) Dreary Boston. School doesn't go great at Uh, first. And uh, she meets Warner's new girlfriend, Vivian, played by Selma Blair, who is incredible.
1: I have to say... I think Vivian is too much of a villain. It's it comes across way way too strong. So they're they're like in their first class and um she's not prepared. Fantastic, one of the most rewatchable scenes. Mm-hmm. She goes to her first class, she opens up her like pink heart-shaped mm-hmm. notebook <laughs> and she's like getting ready, to, you know. And who's who plays the professor in that
0: mm, Holland Taylor who, who did you know is dating? Yes. What's her face?
1: Young, um
0: from all these things. Yeah. You know, the thing from Ocean's 8.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sarah something. It's a very interesting relationship. Super interesting. So, yeah, Professor comes in and she's, you know, intimidating, whatever else, and finds out that Elle Woods has not prepared for class because she didn't know that there was a reading assignment. Mm -hmm. And Vivian's like, and so then she asks Vivian, like, Miss So-and-so, what do you think should happen here? And she's like, I think you should kick her out. And it's just like a little, a little much.
0: I would say it's late 90s.
1: My favorite thing about this film, by the way, is they actually nail law school classes super well.
0: Well, the woman who wrote it went to Stanford Law.
1: And you can tell that she did. Be- people have kind of like joked about, you know, like law school probably isn't really that way. I was telling Sky, I was talking to Skyler, my husband about this, and he was really surprised that I thought that this was accurate. The way the professors communicate with the students and like call on them. I had a professor in law school who kicked somebody out for not being prepared once. The same professor on two separate occasions humiliated two different students so badly that like It's something that, like, everybody who was in that class to this day, if you were like, do you remember the incidents? And people would be like, yes, this one and this one. Yikes. And, I mean, it truly is, like, that kind of intimidating thing, getting called on. Like, the way they interact with them, the way the classroom is set up, the way the teachers act is you can tell it was written by somebody who actually had been through that. And so for that reason, all of the classroom scenes, I wanted there to be, like, three times the amount of classroom scenes in this.
0: Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, but she gets humiliated in that first class, goes outside and finds Luke Wilson, who Mm -hmm. hangs around campus Mm -hmm. because he works for Victor Garber. Yep. Not totally explained. Nope. But makes a new friend, and he's super helpful and nice and happens to be cute. But then he sees Warner, and she's all excited to see Warner. Yeah. But then Warner's like, oh... Here's my new girlfriend with the six-carat Harry Winston fiancé, and it's Selma Blair, and she's beside herself, has to seek refuge in a nail salon where she meets Jennifer Coolidge, who has played the same role in every movie she's ever been in. And that is fine. (laughs) She
1: is a breath of fresh air because you are feeling, everybody knows what it's like to show up the first day of school and feel like... You have no friends and mm-hmm. just, like, so out of your element. And when she walks into that salon and goes and sits down in front of this woman and is like, I need help, and immediately has, like, an instant friend.
0: Yeah. It is a breath of so fresh air in is this film. touching. Yeah. So befriends Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Decides, you know what? I'm still going to try at law school. I'm not going to go back to California. Yeah. Like, I'm here. Yeah. I can win him back. Yep. I'm I, up for a challenge. I
1: just need to flirt. I just need to, you know, put out my pheromones. Like, that's kind of her her plan.
0: Start studying hard. Not yet. Oh, what no, am no, no, I missing? No.
1: So she's she's what's her name? The nail salon woman is like, You just need to go get him. So she's like, Yeah, I will go get him. So she tries to like flirt with him. She ends up getting right. invited to a party where she's told that it's a costume party, so she shows up in a Playboy bunny <laughs> yes, bless her heart iconic. And everybody is just laughing at her and she goes and talks to Warner and she's like flirting with him and like, Hey, let's catch up. And he's he says something to her that indicates like you're not gonna do well in law school, and that's when she realizes and she's like Oh, I'm never going to be good enough for you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to the same school as you, and this is still not enough. Am
0: I sniffing glue, or did we get into the same law school?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and he's and so then she storms out, and then we get the montage
0: of, of her trying,
1: which I just make the whole movie this Absolutely. montage.
0: Absolutely. And I have one one issue though. Mm-hmm. When she's meeting with a group of students, uh, at orientation, Ugh. which is an iconic scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the best scene in the movie. Uh, Eden is like, you know, I I. Uh, coordinated the first lesbians march yeah. and we for blah 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 and she's like and I got a minor in combat and yep. touches the guy in the arm and Aaron Mitchell's like it's been rumored that Stephen Hawking <laughs> stole his history, brief history of time from my Fourth grade paper. <laughs> and then Elle is like, whoever said Orange is the New Pink is seriously, seriously deranged. deranged. And then she buys a pink power book.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. Remember, I mean? An orange, orange power, power book. Orange power book, yeah.
0: Inconsistencies. I know.
1: Skylar screamed at that at the TV last night. I was like, okay, you are paying attention to this no, film. No, I
0: was angry. Anyway, so she starts like trying hard, and she starts getting really involved in class, mm-hmm. Um, starts answering questions really well, and Victor Garber is like, hey, Elle. Yeah, you should apply for my internship internship this summer
1: um, for my law firm. And as it turns out, he is going to be uh, representing Brooke in, Ward, Brooke Ward, who has been um, framed, but <laughs> accused and charged with murder of her husband. Uh-huh. And he needs first year law students to help. Which. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hard no. I was like definitely um, definitely no. Of all there's three this, years available. This
1: is when the film goes from suspense some disbelief to oh this is just utter this is a nonsense. Fable. Yeah. This is
0: complete make believe. <laughs> just the fable from now on. Yeah. So she gets it and she's very excited and she yells me. <laughs> me. I love-
1: oh, I have to say something about this scene. So he goes, he prints out the the four people who are going to who he's chosen as first years to help on this murder trial and everybody's got around yeah. Apparently, it takes a very long time for all of these people to
0: read four names because yes. they're all like well, huddled. They can't even read all four at once. Yeah, <laughs> because vivian and Warner are like, "We got it! We're so excited!" Yeah. And then Reese is like, "I got it!" And, and yeah, they look totally surprised. They're like what? <laughs>
1: So, yes, yeah, she yells, me, which is iconic. Wonderful. And then she turns around and goes and walks over to Vivian Warner, and she's like, Warner, do you remember those four hours we spent in the hot tub after spring fling or whatever, mm-hmm, blah, mm-hmm, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then she's, and he's like, yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> and she's like, this is so much better than that. So that, as soon as that line was delivered, I was like, can you be in a hot tub for four hours? And Skylar was like, oh, yeah, they couldn't be organ donors <laughs> after
0: that. <laughs> Gross. Have you ever thought about that? That's four gross. hours that in a hot, hot tub. tubs are gross.
1: I can do like nine minutes, and yeah. then I'm like, "Get me out this of is here!" Too much.
0: <laughs> this water is not being like circulated <laughs> enough. Yeah, tough. Okay, so then they started like working on this case. Turns out Brooke Taylor Ward was a Delta Nu, yeah. same sorority as Elle Woods, and
1: she's famous.
0: She's famous she for her w- workout videos. She got
1: rich off of her workout Held videos. Helped Elle
0: go from a size six to, to a four. A four.
1: And that's, and I'm so happy for you.
0: That's great. And that's great. She really bonds with Brooke and Brooke is like, I'm just so glad one of you has a brain. Uh And they form this friendship and Elle starts visiting her at prison. And during one of those visits, Brooke reveals that she does have an alibi, but she can't tell the court what that alibi is because she happened to be getting liposuction. liposuction during the time of, what was his name?
1: Husband's husband's murder. murder. And
0: she'd rather go to jail than lose her reputation. Right. Which makes sense. Totally. Um and so Elle goes back and is like, Hey, I can't, she has an alibi, but I can't tell you what it is.
1: And the professor is super mad. Super
0: angry. And yeah. so are all the other associates, except, except for Luke for Viv- Wilson.
1: And Vivian.
0: And Vivian gets it too.
1: Vivian goes to her at her dorm room and is like, Hey, I think it's really cool that you aren't betraying Brooks' confidence.
0: And she's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, is she a good lawyer? Probably not. But, you know.
1: Well, she has that line where they're like, what, what if she ends up going to jail and it's because you didn't, you know, get, give us the alibi? And she's like, then I guess we're not very good lawyers. <laughs> like, like, no, they do not work like that. No.
0: A good lawyer <laughs> would use the alibi. Um, uh, so they go to trial. Mm-hmm. And the defense's case is that uh, Brooke was having an affair with the pool boy. And that's the reason she killed the, pr- dear prosecu- Hayworth. His the name was prosecution's Hayworth. case. Sorry, the prosecution. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, they're putting what's his name on the stand? The Ro- pool boy. Like M- Rodrigo or something. Yeah.
1: Eduardo, I think. Eduardo. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, they're trying to get it out of him. And he says they had an affair. And then Elle has a confrontation with him in front of the drinking fountain. And she's tapping her foot. And he says, Don't tap your last season designer shoes, your last season Prada shoes at me, honey.
1: Yeah. Ooh, good Good they impression. I've seen Probably this movie a, hate a few crime. times. Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, and she's like, Oh my goodness, speaking of hate crimes, oh my goodness, he's gay. Because yeah. only gay men were no designers. Yeah. And she runs and tells
1: Victor And she Garber. literally, that's like almost an exact quote. She's yeah. like, Only gay men, no designers. <laughs>
0: Straight men don't. Yeah. Uh, she tells Victor Garber, and he's like, that's ridiculous, but Luke Wilson's like, "Don't worry, I'll take care of it." Because
1: he listens to women.
0: This is I mean, this isn't like a plot summary. This is the whole movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, Victor Garber does his cross examination, and Luke Wilson's like, "Um, excuse me, can I ask a few questions?" Which can you do? Um,
1: yeah, okay. So, I, it depends on what the rules of the court are. Like, there's no, I don't think there's any reason why tag like two lawyers on the same side couldn't share that responsibility. But it is odd. Yeah.
0: It was, anyway. felt weird. Yeah. Um so Luke Wilson starts asking him some like rapid fire questions and he's like, And your boyfriend's name is and he says Chuck and then the court's yeah. like <gasps> And he's like, no, 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 I misspoke. We're just friends. And then Chuck gets up from the audience. Iconic. You bitch.
1: And And, and storms storms out. out
0: Iconic. Truly amazing 90s movie moment. Maybe this was early but it was like, you could never do that in a movie now. No,
1: that whole thing. That would
0: not fly. (laughs) That entire like three scenes would have to be just moved out. Pretty great, though. So that, uh, that prosecution whatever yeah falls apart so it's time to bring up chutney yeah well but brooke's getting upset at this point she yeah. knows like victor's not a good lawyer and victor calls in reese oh yeah because he wants to talk to her right and she gets me too yep and he does bad. a little
1: a bad me too a little
0: thigh rubbing yeah vivian sees it and thinks that they've been sleeping together yeah l quits Right. Because she feels like she's just been chosen because she, uh, all anyone ever expects of her is that she'll be a victorious secret model. And mm-hmm. she's revealing as much to Jennifer Coolidge at the nail salon when Holland Taylor,
1: who was getting her hair done, her hair unbeknownst done to Elle, at
0: Neptune's salon or whatever, mm-hmm. hears her and says, You're not the kind of woman I thought you are if you're going to let a man do this to you. Mm-hmm. So. What happens?
1: Well, hopefully that professor goes and reports her colleague.
0: I was very <laughs> concerned about that as well. <laughs> yeah. Is this just known that Victor Garber's like a creep that Ugh. harasses students?
1: Probably. Anyway. It's 99.
0: Brooke, who I've got to say in a very <laughs> poor, risky decision. Poor decision. <laughs> fires the best, process, or best defense attorney in the state and hires a first-year law student to represent her in court
1: with no preparation with
0: absolutely no preparation she's done zero homework shows up in a pink dress though and her friends fly in from california and her dad with a martini glasses the, in the, the
1: friends walking in looking at the jury and yelling vote for l yes. is like a, a top five in this movie
0: incredible work <laughs> it's not going great for a minute chutney hayworth's daughter is on the stand mm-hmm. and l keeps asking her the same questions over and over one of which is what did you do that morning chutney says i went to the I went to the, I went and got a perm. I went to the gym. I took a shower. She says this about a million times. And then it finally clicks for L. L. And she tells the story of her friend Tracy, who mm-hmm. had to judge a wet t shirt contest. Mm-hmm. No, wait, I'm mixing it up. Her friend Tracy, who was in a wet t shirt contest, and she got hosed down and it ruined the curls of
1: her perm of that her she perm. had just gotten.
0: Why were her curls ruined? Because the hydro, whatever, whatever, whatever was deactivated. You can't get your hair wet after you've had a perm
1: for 24 hours, for 24
0: hours. Therefore, Chutney shot her dad and killed him and Chutney says, I thought it was you walking in pointing to Brooke.
1: Confesses on the stand. She's
0: my age. Did she tell you that? Yeah. Incredible. And woman.
1: then the, the judge becomes a cop and is like, take her into custody and charge her with murder.
0: Which I'm sure is how <laughs> it works. In a trial, you know, and then Warner is like, Pookie, I was wrong. We belong together. And she's like, if I'm going to be a partner in a law firm by the time I'm 30, I can't have such a bonehead boyfriend. Bonehead. Flips her hair, walks away, cut to graduation. Mm -hmm. Elle looks... She's like, her hair's calmed down a little bit. She's not quite as Barbie, but she's, she's got, still fun. Got bags
1: under her eyes. Little
0: freckles yeah. on her face. Yeah. Uh, Luke Wilson's watching her give her graduation speech. Sure. She's, it's like a 30-second graduation speech. Yeah. Like, rah, rah, look, we did it. A great professor once told me something, something, something. Yay, <laughs> throw your caps in the air. Standing ovation. Roll credits. Now, skipped a couple of things. The bend and snap.
1: Okay, the bend and snap needs to be lifted out of this film. The bend and
0: snap looks insane. It is
1: the stupidest, one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in a movie.
0: Why is this in this movie? I don't know. I didn't include it in the plot description because like, I don't even know how.
1: And it doesn't even make sense. Like, when they do it, I'm like... But why are we to believe that this turns men on? Like, it's so weird. Like, you bend over and then you snap up and hold your hands up by your boobs. Yeah,
0: you do, like, T-Rex arms yeah. after you bend. Like, no. That's not effective. And then
1: it's like this choreographed dance scene. All of a sudden, in this, in which this is like offensive salon. in like
0: nine different ways. Like they have the black ladies start break dancing, and oh, like all the so... gay men walk in and like, oh my gosh, the bend, bend and, and snap. snap
1: works every time. It's like,
0: no, no, this is not a thing. It
1: is so dumb. Although when what's her name um, tries to bend and snap later and hits the guy in the face, that is kind of funny.
0: Another thing we didn't bring up. Jennifer Coolidge ends up with the UPS guy Mm -hmm. on whom she's had a crush for years, Years. thanks to Elle's coaching. Yeah. By the time the movie ends, they are married and expecting their first child. Yeah. Um,
1: I think besides the Ben and Snap scene, my least favorite scene of this movie, because it is so over the top and so unrealistic, is when Elle's walking back to like her dorm room late in the movie with all of her books, and she sees the dorky guy talking mm -hmm. to two women. Mm -hmm. And like I don't know what they were thinking when they wrote this, but like they're, the women are talking to him in a way that no human being would ever actually talk. So he's like, I was just wondering if you would wanna go out. And she's like, why would we go out with you? You're a loser. Mm-hmm. We're too hot for you. Girls
0: like me don't go go out out with with guys guys like you.
1: And so then Elle like walks over and like slaps him and is like, you were, you were supposed to call me, yada, 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 just to like make him seem desirable. And then she walks away. And then that, the first woman's like, so when were we going to go on that date? Like it is. It is like outrageously, I, I felt offended. Like, the, like, how stupid does this movie think I am? It's like
0: when a fifth grader writes a play. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You know, and they're like, what conflict can we create here? Oh, it's so bad. It's bad. There's, that's the thing about this movie. When it works, it really works. But when it doesn't yeah. work, it really doesn't work. Floppy. Like, it's swinging big all over the yeah. place.
1: You know what? Uh, another thought that I had is I think this would have been a stronger movie if they had not made Luke Wilson a love interest. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a stronger movie if he was just a mentor.
0: I think if they made that movie today, that's how it, they would it, do it.
1: And, and it, it definitely, like, studio notes would have at the time been like, she needs a man. Yeah. But, like, I think, like, if you're trying to communicate this message that, like, woman follows a man across the country and then realizes actually she can, she can like, find happiness and success yeah. without him, then tacking on a man at the end of that is sort of a weird thing thing, a it weird is plot a weird device for And I think
0: you're right. I think it was a studio. No. My yeah. gut instinct would be that the original screenplay didn't include that, but that it was a, if we want this movie to sell, we need it to be a romantic comedy.
1: And, it's, and because partly the love story between them is not important it's not relevant for the film like they're not really courting each other he's helping her Mm -hmm. but in a way that like a mentor might yeah and so it's like all of a sudden at the end and it really is like it's just like text on the screen at the end they're like oh by the way they end up together it's like you don't even see them like kiss or anything and so it's like well why do we need that then yeah. It's weird. It's, it, weird. It, it's not bad enough that I think it ruins the movie. I just think it would have been a better plot device to not have that happen.
0: This movie feels very of a time to me yeah. in a lot of ways. And that's one of the ways. And, like, the, the very um, obvious product placement. Like, every oh. all the Clinique makeup they're using, they even, like, mention Clinique a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a very, like, frothy, fun yeah. Early aughts that we don't see a whole lot of anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's it's sort of got like the coloring of Mean Girls mm-hmm. and the the vibe of Mean Girls where it's like, if it comes on TV, you're not gonna change the channel. You'll Absolutely just let it not. play. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I like I was kinda looking forward to watching this movie. I was like, all right, legally blonde. And then as soon as it started, I was like, oh yeah. I haven't watched this in a long time because I watched it 47 times and I think I just like burned out, but it's incredible. There's a couple like tiny, tiny performances in it that I love. Her dad, oh. who is always holding a martini glass and always has sunglasses on, <laughs> so good. when she tells him she wants to go to law school, and he says, law school is for boring, ugly, serious people, and you, Button, are none of those things. <laughs> Iconic. The second I really love is she's just broken up with Warner. She's in the nail salon because her friends have insisted that they go to the nail salon. When mm-hmm. she's looking through Fox and Hound. Uh huh. they like really prissy magazine. And she finds the photo of Warner's oh. brother who's just gotten engaged to a Vanderbilt. And there's a photo of the two of them. And again, this wouldn't, you could never do this in a movie today. No. But she's not super attractive. Mm-hmm. The woman in the photo and El Gass goes, oh! and this woman is sitting next to her. She's Old like, lady. What? Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is Warner's brother. This is who she's engaged to. This is who I have to become. And the lady says, practically deformed. <laughs> i <laughs> Way she says it.
1: It's good. My, it's my, favorite, so my favorite joke from the movie, and like the one that made me actually like scream laugh because I had totally forgotten this, is when she tells her two friends that she's going to go to law school and they're like, okay, and they're going to get behind her. And one of them pulls out her lucky scrunchie, and is like, mm-hmm. you might need my lucky scrunching, hands it to her. And she's like, oh, it's lucky. And she said, yeah, it helped me get an A in Spanish class. And the other friend goes, you got an A in Spanish ca- class because you gave the professor a lap dance. And she goes, yeah, lucky.
0: <laughs> luckily her two friends are pretty great they're, uh, ridiculous. they're like ride or die for l they're like idiots yeah they're complete idiots yeah. but like delightful idiots <laughs> they also look very old mm-hmm. like they, they do not look the one like, with the her
1: like she was 45 yeah
0: yeah she's like the sidekick in like a judd apatow movie you know <laughs> like if she was in this is 40 i'd be like yeah that works yeah, but yeah. in this movie i'm like um what <laughs> Maybe spent too much time tanning. (laughs) What's going on here? Just like a lot of just one liners throughout this thing that are pretty incredible. Um, The writer, she, you know, she went to Stanford Law. And she said she actually attended a meeting while at Stanford Law where a group of women were petitioning the administration to make it the winter Ovester oh and not the gosh. winter semester. Like that came from so her real, real life. And she started laughing in the meeting mm-hmm. and no one else did. And she was like, oh, I don't belong here.
1: And, and at Stanford, of all, I mean, Stanford. like Stanford is like the relaxed Harvard.
0: Yeah. 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 So I love that it's based off of her real experience. I mean, loosely based, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think this was peak Reese Witherspoon?
1: I think this is launch Reese Witherspoon. My favorite Reese performance ever is Walk the Line. Is it? Yeah. But I think when people, I think to this day, people still probably most commonly think about this movie when they think about Reese Witherspoon. I
0: think people our age do.
1: That's true. Younger people are going to be thinking about Big, Big Little Lies.
0: Yeah. And she's doing Little Fires Everywhere now, which is going to be huge.
1: Yeah. So do you think this is peak Reese? I think this is
0: my favorite Reese role.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I didn't love Election. It's pretty Mm -hmm. abrasive. Um, This is kind of like Election light. It's Tracy Flick light, Mm -hmm. where it's the more palatable version of Reese. Um, And you've made the point a lot that Reese is going full Reese, whatever Mm -hmm. she's in. And I think this is a movie that was written for that. Yes. Yes. where a lot of the roles is like she should be dialing it back a good 30%.
1: But this one this one kind of just needs somebody to go off the wall.
0: And she does it yeah. and she does a really great job. You are completely endeared to her this yeah. entire movie, which and that's actually like kind of amazing to pull off because mm-hmm. she's entitled, spoiled,
1: it's somebody you shouldn't like.
0: Absolutely. Sorority yeah. president but just like a sweetheart. Yeah. Which is I don't know a real accomplishment
1: and I I think they do it I think they do it because a she's nice to everyone even the people who are mean to her so like that gives her some some points. But then also, you see her actually working really hard and trying to earn the stuff that she's already been given yeah. and what she wants. And so, you like, after a while, you start to get to this feeling where you're like, okay, yeah, she has a ton of privilege, but she's also working hard and being nice to people along the way. Like, how bad can she be? Yeah.
0: And the movie does some work in the beginning to demonstrate how capable she is mm, mm-hmm. when she goes to buy this dress that she thinks she's going to wear to get engaged to Warner um and the snotty lady working this like i'm assume beverly hills boutique says watch this I, there's nothing i love more than a dumb blonde with daddy's credit card mm-hmm. and she shows elle woods the dress and she says do you see the have you seen this we just got it in yesterday and she said oh is it high viscosity rayon mm-hmm. with a half stitch top loop and she's like yes of course and she's like it's impossible to do a half stitch top loop on a high viscosity rayon it would snag the fabric yeah. and it's like she's actually very smart yeah. She just hasn't had a place to channel that intelligence
1: and maybe and in a lot of parts of her life not a lot of motivation to do it because up to this point she's sort of let herself decide that attaching herself to this dude is like all she wants in her life really Mm -hmm. and it kind of takes having that fall apart for her to like take a step back and think about well like what do i want out of my life like what are my actual priorities and so I, in that way, I think the movie is really kind of an inspiring, fun yeah. thing to watch. Yeah,
0: and she had to be jolted into it. But like yeah. that's often the case with anybody, oh, right? You to- have to be jolted into major life. Totally.
1: Dissonance. I've heard people kind of criticize this movie. That they're like, yeah, but in the end, she still went to law school because of a man. And it's like, who cares? We, a lot of us do things for the wrong, quote unquote, wrong reason. And then you find out the right reason to do it and you keep doing it yeah like i frankly i went to law school literally because i just didn't know what else to do yeah that's not a good reason to go to law school but then like once i got there i had a very rough first year um really struggled really felt like i didn't fit in and then kind of hit my stride the second year and i was like oh, like, this is a good fit for me. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be, but it's turned out to be a really good fit anyway. Yeah. And so, like, I, I felt like that was actually really relatable for her to, like, show up at this thing, like, deer in the headlights and then suddenly, like, over time, I guess, kind of figure out how to make this work for her and how to make this a good decision for her. So I think it's cool.
0: Surprisingly, um um, I want to see Empathetic Movie. Mm-hmm. And I respect it for that. Yeah. Did you see Legally Blonde too? Yeah. So did I. In the theater. It's not great.
1: No. Would
0: I watch it again? Sure.
1: You, it, are, I, you know, I think it would be interesting to watch again. I saw it once in the theater way, when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't remember much about it except for what's her name saying, "You look like the Fourth of July makes me want a hot dog real bad." Because they're in <laughs> DC
0: Senate. Is she in the Senate or something? She
1: go she like I think she's working at a law firm and then she goes to DC to um, advocate for some bill that's going to stop makeup testing on animals I don't know sure. but
0: yeah. not great and I've heard there's going to be a legally blonde three who knows when
1: mm. uh with with Reese
0: yeah be um, really interested to find out could be great who knows
1: maybe she's a law professor now
0: maybe she's the new Holland Taylor yeah um any parting thoughts on legally blonde
1: I say if you haven't watched it in a while, do yourself a favor and go watch it again. It holds up surprisingly well. I was
0: very pleasantly surprised. Where did you watch it?
1: Um you know what, I just found it on some app for free. It was with commercial breaks,
0: which oh, was a little annoying, but it was fine. I like paid two ninety nine to rent it on Amazon. Okay. So okay. I went for the H D.
1: Oh, I'm a fancy lady. Went for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: do yourself a favor. Rewatch Legally Blonde. Uh, like I said before, Irene and I will be back next week to talk about the Bachelor finale. Who knows what that holds? And Eli and I will be back in a couple weeks. So we will see you then.